0: This is the Game Jesters Gaming Update Podcast, here with episode 19. So, this episode we have, um, it's going to be mostly one track. We have a lot of information on Google's new announcement with the Stadia that just was announced this Tuesday. Uh, We have quite a bit of stuff we're going to jump into here. Oh, yeah. So. We have a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so. So I'll let
1: you start. I guess I'll let you take it away with uh, what we know about Stadia. And then, because a lot of what it is, a lot of what they revealed is a lot of what we thought was going to be the situation with it. We knew that it was going to be well, we didn't know for sure, but we thought that it was going to be Google Chrome based, and that was one of the big pinpoint, big selling points. But what we didn't know were things such as it being, you know, twice as powerful as uh, Xbox One and PS4 Pro combined, and things like that.
0: I actually did know that they were saying it's not so much more powerful, but it was saying they were saying before um, all cloud-based. They already know was going to be really cheap console. You can get it really cheap, uh, which we'll get in the pricing a little later. But um, when Microsoft and everything they were saying about it, it's you don't have to pay a lot. You can get the cheapest, weakest, low stats thing, and it'll be able to run sixty frames per second flawlessly. So they they knew it was going to be way more powerful. That was for sure.
1: So then what um, we have there, we, we have our huge powerful thing. We know it can run on multiple devices. We can run it on, you know, your your basic Android device. You could run it on even the lowest Chromebook.
0: Yeah, they showed. Let's see. There was, um, let me get this uh, up and going here. They got, uh, what was it? The PC. They went to a mm-hmm. tablet. They went to the P, uh, computer right from, without even having to switch anything, just having your account logged in and jumping over. All of them can be going at the same time.
1: Yeah, that's, that's insane. That's uh, What I love about this the most is I love that uh, the name in general, actually at first I thought the name was really goofy, but then I thought about it and, you know, stadia being a Greek uh, derivation of stadium, basically, which is where the original Olympic Games, you know, took place in Greek stadium. So to have, you know, the history of games and the evolution of games, I thought that was a cool little tie in the way they, with the naming convention. At least I thought it was cool. Maybe other people were like, yeah, this isn't so cool, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But. um. So we'll jump in. I guess we'll go over quick basics. I have it playing here. We already know. Let's see. What did we tell you? Them. It's going to be. Lost my train of thought here. It's lost pricing. Thought. It's all good. We were talking before about the pricing. So they didn't really give a pricing for it yet, which is one of the biggest things that everyone was kind of watching and mm-hmm. hoping for. But I have a prediction that's not going to be a one time buy. It's gonna be it's gonna be cloud based. Like, a a subscription, subscription, like, like with like Microsoft similar to, Yeah,
1: with Game Pass and PS now, like where it's you know, twenty dollars a month or a hundred dollars a year or whatever, it may be something like that or
0: Yeah, so, uh, well, I don't. I'm pretty sure they're probably going to do a monthly fee. That's what they're going to be set up. But maybe they'll do the yearly pass. I'm not sure yet. But they. My question with price, not to
1: cut you off, though, I know um, in Japan where they have amazing internet speed Uh, capcom has been doing a lot of this with the whole streaming on the cloud-based and I'm sure other companies have as well, but I know capcom has been the biggest one with, you know, recently with resident evil seven, you know, being playable on the switch and they did a model where they had basically, you basically pay $20 and you rent the game for six months is essentially what is what it is. So I'm wondering if it's going to be the same kind of system, like not exactly the same, but whereas, Do you own the content or is it going to be like, since it's a subscription based, is it going to be based off of, you know, what's in your subscription? And
0: that's one thing they did say um, June, they're bringing, that was one of their topics that they mentioned, they're bringing up in June. Um, I believe as of now, they were hinting at it's more subscription and. So I'm not sure. You can't just play subscription and play every game, but maybe you might be able to because look at Vive, HTC Vive Port. They do that where you can play the subscription and play five free games a month. So maybe mm-hmm. they might go that route. I so would, I'm just
1: wondering I'm
0: just wondering if you're gonna keep your content if you don't but it depends how they do it though, I guess. That would be June's topic they're gonna mention. I do know um I mean all I need is timestamp, three minutes. They need uh I, I, think, I thought they were going to go the route where you have the whole digital library and you just buy the game and then you can just play it whenever you want. But it looks more like they're going to do stream-based where you pay the monthly fee and then you can play any game you want while you pay for I th- it. I think
1: also this is probably – I think they're trying to completely eliminate – I know they were talking about in the – I don't know if you got to watch the actual stream when it I took did. place. But they were talking about um, you know eliminating the download time, You know how you have – uh, Speaking a game like Grand Theft Auto, for example, which we'll be playing later, that uh, you you know when you're doing the day one install of that, if you haven't, uh, <laughs> it's gonna take a few hours. And I believe, you know, they were mentioning something about completely eliminating to have the need for the download. This is all cloud
0: based. That's one of the biggest things I liked that they showed right away. They went from first off, you can go right from watching a video, seeing a video you like. And there's always going to be a play button below. You just click play on any video game you're watching a YouTube video of and it'll start. Right. They said five seconds. The game will pop right up instantly and be playing. There'll be no more downloading no more uh, getting DLCs, patches, any of that coming home and be like, okay, let's go play. Ah, oh, there's a big patch. It's all going to be preloaded on their cloud, and you can jump right in without any, like, downtime.
1: So that's gonna, you know, like I said, if that all works out well, then that could be, you know, obviously cloud-based gaming, I think, you know, we've talked about it in the past, is definitely the future. Now, whether we're able to get to that point right now or if this is just going to be something that paves the way for something better to come out that is yet to be determined but i do think that is definitely you know the way we're going in the future because especially people people are changing how they're i mean i know you still like having your physical game library to show off and having the collection i know there's still a lot of people who do like the collection and having that physical and um there will always be those people But a lot of people are also, you know, switching it over to wanting to have that kind of digital library where it could either, especially in the case of Stadia, where depending on your internet connection, it could be available on the go, or it could be, you don't have to, you know, if you want to, if you have a hundred games and you want to switch between them, you don't have to lug around a suitcase that has a (laughs) hundred physical, you know, physical games in them. Yeah, digital
0: does have its advantages, that's for sure. But um,
1: what else, I mean, what else do we know about, I mean, what else, have, okay, what else have they revealed about the Stadia compared to what we don't know with what we, I remember I was reading something saying that, you know, the two issues that I'm potentially seeing is one, uh, well, not really an issue. I think this is depending, the, the internet speeds required, I think they were all dependent on, obviously, you're not going to get the 4k experience. And potentially the 8K experience in the future if, you know, you're running on only a 5 megabyte, (laughs) you know,
0: connection. Well, that's right. They said the minimum requirement if you run a run 4K is 30 megabytes per second. There's no exception to that one. You need the... uh... 30 megabytes reception uh, per second. They did say if you're people who don't have the 4K yet, say you're still running the 720, uh, then you can get away with the smaller internet speed and they'll still run smooth in that. But if you're going to go 4K, you need at least 30. So, you mean, you can still have the option of going as low as 720p
1: and maybe getting around, say, if you have like a 15 megabyte connection that might be able to run the 720p with no issues, but you're definitely not going to get the 4K experience at that 15 megabytes.
0: Yeah, so well, yeah, if they can... That's where latency will come into play there. The
1: other things, too, they were saying, well, they didn't necessarily say, but they, uh, it was revealed after, it's estimated that it's going to take around 20 gigs per hour of data usage if you're yeah. doing the full, you know, full experience. So that, I'm wondering if we're going to get into any issues with a lot of internet companies have they data cap, not all of them down here. I don't have to worry about that. My
0: internet company they they don't care they, I, I can they you know, say that. But a lot of times they say they don't care. And then once you hit a certain limit, they cap you well, and you get really slow internet from that. They on. will
1: slow it down, but it's like an insane amount here. Like down here, it's really insane. It's close to a terabyte. So I mean, like it's, you know, whereas I remember when I was up north, my uh, 500 gigabytes was my limit. If I went over 500 gigabytes, they wouldn't even they
0: wouldn't even throttle it. They would so just like they that would still just shut will it. will be a problem because I have a terabyte oh. limit now, and just by streaming and everything, I go through that a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I hit that limit. There's a few times when I had to stop and cut down. Wait, like, you okay. say you have a terabyte now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I pay oh, for yeah. the terabyte bandwidth limit. Mine's actually 1.2 terabyte and I hit yeah. that limit a few times
1: but but um, Google's under the impression too that a lot of things are going a lot of things are changing as far as internets go uh, things like data cabs are supposed to be changing and especially with the introduction of like five uh, yeah. as they
0: say 5g what well, yeah but well, all... 5g and they're pushing fiber optics big time they're getting everything run fiber which will be of more speed more bandwidth at lower latency and everything once they get fiber really big and going and with the 5G going, once that finally kicks off, this is where Google, if they make their own internet, like they push out their own internet for this, they can really make a killing in the market.
1: Well, I kind of like how they have their own phone thing now. They have the, the Google, I don't know the name of the phone, but the Google. The Pixel? The Pixel. They have the Pixel. And then they have, a, they even have a Wi-Fi plan to go with that if you, you know. Yeah. I think they Sexy. have some sort of like, so I mean, yeah, I could definitely see them do it. If they, if they can push fiber, they definitely have the financial resources to do it.
0: Yeah. And so. if they can get their own, like um, high speed, high bandwidth mobile hotspot for their thing, that could work out really well too in their favor.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I could definitely see that going maybe not during launch year, but if the thing takes off and we're looking at maybe say, this is a success. And then the year is 2022 and this thing is really has taken off in three years down. You know, they say it's supposed to launch later this year,
0: allegedly. Yeah, they did say I mean, around could... June, they're going to put the release date at the E3. We'll get into that a little bit later, but they have a release date set for this is another category topic location. They're only going to this year, uh, US and Canada. Mm-hmm. Later on, they're going into the UK and Europe, but they're mm-hmm. not going like Japan Asia, they dominate the gaming market. They're not even touching Asia.
1: Yeah, that that, that really surprised me. Like when I saw the, they had the five places on the
0: list. Like you said, it was a uh, you know U.S., U.K., uh, U.S., U.K., Canada, Europe, and... you, uh U.K. and Europe. They're not even getting. The, it's coming U.S. and Canada first. UK and mm-hmm. Europe, they're going to be later down the road, and those are the only four that they talked about going to. Oh, there was
1: four. I said, I said five. I don't know why I said five, yeah. but you know, uh, maybe that was including Japan. But Japan not getting it, which is the weird part, because you know, we have talked in the past how Japan has, they're way ahead of us as far as internet, yeah. as far as the, the whole streaming and everything. They're on that. They're So I'm surprised that's not, but I think I guess the theory behind it is maybe they want to start, they want to test it. They want to not necessarily test it, but they want to you know, work in a market that is not Japan, that doesn't have. Well, the reason. Outclass us. The I guess, kind of thing they
0: know. were going for is that they don't know how well it's going to do just yet. They don't want to go worldwide. They're trying to keep it. Well, that's true, too. So they're releasing here is kind of like a test and trial run before going big into it. And then they're going to release it all other places. If it does really well, then they're going to push it out for other going worldwide well they probably won't go worldwide because there's a lot of countries that really can't handle that internet speed so they're probably going to there's, there's also a lot of countries that
1: ban gaming like yeah. i think Ch- china is one of them that you know they just recently i do they just recently got something and it was the first time and the chinese people were like ecstatic because you know there's such strict internet and gaming regulations and laws there so there's other countries that i can't think of but that one comes to mind but, uh, you know, and uh, what I'm also wondering with this whole this whole thing, uh, you know, Google has had many failures and many successes. So does this add to the list of either
0: one? Yeah, I, don't I guess June, that's where I was going to mention in Let me get through for the we have reading specs, the reading yeah, specs, specs. got to use that joke every time.
1: Um, never get old, just like me. Never get old.
0: <laughs> yeah, but before we jump on to more news about it, we got the games. They did release um, yes. on launch. There will be uh, Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. Yep. We could assume
1: We could assume Assassin's Creed since it was the test game. So we could assume that if they haven't announced it, we could assume because Ubisoft has a partnership with them. Obviously, it's true. Yeah, and they, ha- they had the guy from Ubisoft on the stage and everything so we know even if not assassin's creed even we, we know ubisoft is going to be a
0: huge supporter yeah yeah so you know all the assassin's creeds will be on here um, and just Dance in 4k hey there if it goes on <laughs> what else what else was there i remember i got those three me turn. thought there was another one there is another one it's just not coming to me Skyrim? Wow. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> either way, with the that all said, what was that? We have wrapping up on the Stadia. Do you have anything else you want to talk about it on it?
1: Oh, uh, anything else on it? Basically, not necessarily on it on it because I think we discussed all it. We hit all the main points. We talked about. The potential we yeah, well we did talk- we don't know a price but we talked about potential price we talked about the release date di- you know the potential release date we talked about the games as uh, we didn't talk about the Google Assistant part but I mean there's not much to really say about that yet you know how you can get press the Google Assistant button on the controller mm, right and and then it's supposed to be able to guide you through I don't know if it's you know an actual you know I don't know I've never used Google Assistant so I don't really know much about it. But you know, there was just some of the other features about that, and uh, the, the, there was another point they made out where it's like if we have a battle royale game, you could have a thousand players instead of the the usual hundred. I thought that was you know, I don't know if I'd want to play a battle royale game with a thousand people, and then like be the third person to die and then suck that bad out of a thousand
0: people. <laughs> they would have but, to know. have huge, massive maps at that point, but maybe with the power. Yeah, I,
1: I mean, I don't want to like be, I, I, I hate just dying early in a, a regular battle royale. So hmm. that would, yeah. that would put some salt in my wounds, but you yeah, know, I have nothing else to add about that. I'm just trying to think, I'm making sure we didn't miss anything
0: about it or so it there wasn't is one more topic of saving for the end, which is why I was asking, making sure we didn't miss anything. If you had anything else you want to say, because my next one is going to uh, move. What's the words jump a uh, transition right into the next topic here.
1: Yeah, I'm just making sure. Uh, yeah, I was—I don't think there was anything I missed. I was just looking, at re-looking over notes and looking over what I
0: was reading, and no, I'm not—not
1: not that I think of offhand. So we can move right along.
0: So, we already know. Coming up really soon, right around the corner in June, E3, is the, the video game news, is really going yes. to pick up drastically for our podcast. Yes. We're going to have a lot of news with all of that coming out. And this year, E3 is going to be way different with what's going on, who's going to be there. We already know... Sony and uh, EA, they both pulled out. They're gone. They're not going to have anything. Nintendo barely does uh, E3, so Uh they might have a showing, but they'll be small since they have their own Nintendo Direct. Yeah, they'll still be doing that. Um, So this might be a good time for Google. They're jumping into E3, where they're going to announce more about their Stadia. So this would be...
1: They were being very coy about that. Someone
0: had asked them in an interview after it after Stadia if they're going to be showing
1: more information at E3. And they kind of were like, they kind of dodged the question a bit. They didn't say E3, but they said, you know, more information will be revealed around June.
0: So huh. I don't know if that meant like... <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they're trying to keep it a secret, but they didn't do too well because they have a stand set up at E3 that they were released. They're showing when all the time frames are they show that they do have a time. So if they're trying to keep it a secret, that didn't do them any good, keeping that a secret.
1: Well, yeah, I guess if they have... Whether they have a stage show or whether they have a... You know, it's a conference, I guess we'll...
0: We'll see, and... Um... But the next one, the big one, I saw the stage conference when they were confirming them. Bethesda is set to appear at E3 June 9th at 5.30 p.m. PST in LA. They announced... They've uh, we already know they're going down a little trickly slope recently, but they announced a few games they plan to show off. Doom Eternal, which I just showed off a couple minutes yes. ago, we talked about. That's going to the uh, Google as well. They're showing off Rage Two, Elder Scrolls Blades, and everyone is hoping, highly hoping for the highly anticipated Elder Scrolls Six. There. I ready. was
1: hoping you were going to say that because I was like, I'm thinking, I was like, what? Is, I know they had that huge one, and um, yeah.
0: I, what else? Did they, that's all they'd have because uh, no, they talked about it. Is, it. They um, briefly talked about it last year. They briefly talked <clears throat> about it. Yeah, and they said that they're yeah. planning a release date for uh, November of 2019 for it. So if they're doing that, they have to show it off this year to show what they have for it. And of course, with that all said, too, you know that they're going to have to talk about go on stage, see how the audience treats them. And talk about Fallout seventy six. All the new things coming up with seventy six. The new DLCs they have. We talked about this in the previous podcast. They have three yes. coming. And up. you're missing
1: the mo- you're missing the most important one too. The most important game that they will announce, but they just need to announce which platform it's going to be on. It's, it's going it. to be it's going to be another it's going to be a remastered 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 oh, version of Skyrim. Right, right. You know we have to, we don't know which platform it's going to be. On. Maybe Super Nintendo. You know it will maybe. Maybe it will launch with the N64 classic as an exclusive. <laughs> that would be probably the best game for it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Skyrim in like an N64? Oh, God. Like in a, in a Mario 64 style. There's probably a mod for it already. Probably. i got to Google this. But yeah, we got Bethesda. You know, of course, it's going to be there. We know Ubisoft is going to be there. They never miss a conference. They they have to have their Just Dance live show that they have the dancing panda and the all the goofy things they go there but ubisoft actually does still have a few games in the lines that you know
0: sent mentioned been... them they do have with their sniper elite projects that are coming out they have a new main entry game coming into the series which i don't know if you played but i'm i was always a big sniper elite fan never i you know i never got into it never played it but you know of course as like i said in the past I've been
1: expanding my horizon, so who knows at this
0: point? (laughs) This might be a time to jump in, because they got their new main entry. They have a remastered of Sniper Elite V2. Uh, It's a sequel remake of the first Sniper Elite for the PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. It's coming to the Switch, which is surprising. Usually Switch is playing catch-up. New games don't really make it to the Switch, so this one will be on. Yeah, that's I mean,
1: it's, well, you know, this is Ubisoft, too, so to keep that in mind. Ubisoft does have a very strong relationship with Nintendo at this point. Uh, I believe, you know, they, uh, what was the game I'm thinking of that they had? Uh, Star, well, not StarCraft. Oh, my God. what Starlink? Starlink. You know, where they got Fox to be an exclusive character and, they had the Mario vs. Rabbits. So, I mean, Ubisoft has a strong partnership with Nintendo. So I see that as the Switch is getting more prevalent, they'll probably try to... And as the eventual maybe Switch Pro comes out in the future, you know. Uh, so uh, but yeah, they, Ubisoft they also,
0: also... I'm sorry, come on. I, didn't know what I just went to... While I was talking about the Switch and them, they also have... Sniper Elite 3 is also coming to the Switch, along with the new VR game coming out. Hmm. And the Switch port and remasters are set to be due 2019, while the next mainstream Sniper Elite is set for 2020. And the VR has no release date yet.
1: You know this, and I didn't know this. This was news to me, so I'm like, uh,
0: I follow Sniper uh, Elite.
1: And
0: I was like, I'm surprised I
1: didn't see that somewhere, and I'm like, you know, constantly stalking things. But uh, what was the other one I was going to... Oh, so Ubisoft, of course, they are going to have a big presence at E3, because they have, heavily rumored, of course, we have Watch Dogs 3. It's been about three years since we had the last Watchdogs, and you know a lot of the news and rumor sites have been talking about this over the last couple of weeks. You know, of course, they're saying the big rumor, of course, is saying it's going to take place in London, and that they're going to put more of an emphasis on even more of an emphasis on hacking and less on combat, because in the in Watchdogs too, they really up the uh, the combat. Like as in the first Watchdogs, you couldn't even fight someone randomly hand to hand. But in the second one, you could just completely go in the street and just, like, GTA-punch-them-out style for no reason. Hmm. And uh, so now, evidently, they're trying to cut back on that because a lot of people were complaining about that there wasn't enough hacking, which there was even more hacking than the first game. But (laughs) they completely changed a lot of the controls. But yeah, Watch Dogs 3 is supposed to be a a big one. And uh, what is it? Is it Beyond Good and Evil 2 they still haven't released? Is that one in their... That was supposed to be their big... couple of years ago at e3 they had the the trailer for that and then everyone got on stage and cried for some reason because you know (laughs) so i imagine they might have more about that and uh yeah so ubisoft is going to have a big year especially if they release you know if they get those those two out of the way and uh anyone else at e3 that we're missing and we have microsoft who you know i don't know if they're going to say anything about scarlet
0: this will be the year, I'm thinking, or they might do what PlayStation's doing and try to keep it a secret until next year. Because we know the release dates will be late September or November 2020 hmm. for the PlayStation 5 and for Scarlet, because they'll follow suit. So that might come so off well, till next year.
1: Well, they might reveal their diskless console, though. They have that discless, you know, digital-only console. So they may show that off, because that was supposed to release this year. So, I mean... I got I got confused with the code names because there's so many of them with Microsoft. They were working on like four at the same time and I forgot which one was which, so Yeah. I know there was like the Scarlet, the Johansson, and the No, that's an actress. Huh.
0: Uh, but speaking of with um I remembered with Stadia too, going back with them and talking about E3 and just thinking about the gaming market, Xbox is really gonna have to step up now with um, everything that Stadia is doing, they're putting them in direct competition now. Now, how they were competing with Sony, they now have someone immediately coming right behind them and hitting them hard.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the thing too is with Microsoft, this is what I wanted to talk about, actually, because before we ran, you know, before I forgot about it, we had uh, one of the biggest announcements the other day from this latest nintendo there was a nintendo's indie direct they call them Nindie directs so uh they um one of the biggest announcements was that cuphead you know which was for the longest time microsoft exclusive is coming to nintendo switch with support for xbox live you know so i guess whatever you play on the switch you could earn you know your achievements in cuphead and uh whatever else you could do with xbox live through in the game i don't You know, I'm not well versed on Xbox, but so that makes me wonder. You know, now is this kind of is this like Google's fallout plan? Not Google, sorry. At Microsoft's fallout plan, like if you know they end up at a point where they stop producing consoles. You know, I I mean, there's always this what if kind because they had the same thing. You know, people said the same thing about Nintendo a couple years ago. If you know, if the the NX at the time was going to be a failure. Does Nintendo get out of the console business? And then the NX turned into the Switch and obviously did not fail. And, uh, but so, but they, if the writing's on the wall for Microsoft and then, you know, they end up getting out of, is this what they do going forward? Do they become like, you know, go into some sort of exclusive partnership or what do they do? Like, what is their plan going for? Because they're, they're still, produce, does Microsoft then produce games for for Stadia? Because Microsoft's about the to power too, so.
0: Hmm.
1: Or does Microsoft still do their own thing?
0: So I, I don't. I know Microsoft. They definitely. They're always going to have PC to fall back on. PC is not going anywhere. Nothing. Oh, gonna yeah, changes no. that. They're console wise. I'm pretty sure they make the money that they might even keep and try to keep them in the run.
1: I think they, you know, as long as well, we talked about before too. We talked about how. Microsoft has a lot of loyalty. You know, the people who, when they they getting the consoles, the console wars, whatever you want to call it, people, there still are going to be your 20 million people who are still going to prefer, you know, the, X, the Xbox platform. And they're the ones who are, they're going to go out and get, even if there's no games on it, they're still going to go out and get it. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, they have the promise of a new Halo, Maybe. And they well, want to play that Halo. Th-
0: there is a the new Halo.
1: <laughs> Speaking of new Halo, yes, there is a new Halo. But uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's, I don't know. It, I'm very interested to see what Microsoft does going forward because, you know, they are pushing Xbox Live on a lot of things, it's also mobile. They're trying to integrate Xbox Live, I think, with mobile platforms as well, so.
0: Yeah. Speaking of um, the with the competition, Steam and Epic, we talked about it before, they yep. were having uh, feuds. They're still push Steam's is really hitting Epic hard now. And so how Stadia is affecting Microsoft and putting them in direct competition, they're also coming over for Steam and Epic, hitting both of them. And while they're both distracted with each other, Stadia might come over and just dominate both of them because this is putting doing exactly like... It's, it's a game changer if it works out really well, how well you can, how fast you can jump in and play all the games and everything. They might dominate over Steam and Epic along with Microsoft.
1: Yeah, you know, I like I said, I, I, I have a level of skepticism with a Stadia. And a lot of it is because of Google's past with some of the stuff they've had. You know, Google Glass, for example... Could have been a phenomenal thing, but I don't know why that just never took off. I don't know if, I I don't even know if it was ever publicly available. I never saw anything about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was kind. That was like they were showing that off around the same time that, you know, Microsoft had the Hololens coming out, and things like that. And, but that never. And then of course you look at their failed social networks, and. Hmm. Google Plus, anybody?
0: It's still around, though. It's actually kind of decent for gaming. They have a few gaming forums on them.
1: Well, the problem is Google Plus is shutting down next month.
0: Is it? I missed that.
1: Yeah. They, uh, April of 2019, because there was a big, back in October, there was like a big hack and like 50 million accounts or something like that got compromised. And so Hmm. then Google's answer to that was, Oh well, we messed up, so we're shutting this down next year, and
0: huh. th- not exactly in those words. They didn't say it just like that. It's unfortunate know? because I do a lot of get a lot of the views from the Google Gaming on Google Plus. I have a lot well, of people there. That,
1: that's let me find the exact re- shutdown date. But yeah, that because uh, Google's been emailing everybody. But you know that was a good. That was one of the interesting things about Google Plus was. April 2nd to 20 April 2nd to twenty nine Wow. April 2nd, okay, 2019. So, yeah. Two weeks away. Huh? Yeah. So you have time to transfer, you know, save your stuff, uh, tell your friends where else you're going to be, things like that. So they are giving you a little bit of time yet, yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, that Google plus had a lot of potential in the terms of like when I went, obviously, I don't know if you remember, but when Google plus first started and you, it was like invite only, I was inviting the heck out of people. Yeah. So I was all like, oh, if you want a Google Plus invite, come my way. And it was used differently than Facebook, which is why I liked it. Because Facebook was for people you knew and people, you know. But then Google Plus came and that was a way for you to network with people that you necessarily you didn't know, but you shared a lot of common interest. And you could target your post to those, you create your own little circles, target those posts to those people in those circles, and then yeah, you, know, you didn't have to flood your Facebook, you know, this kind of, your timeline, Google Plus timeline, with uh, with crap that people didn't want to see because you could target it to. I just don't. I think it was too smart for people to figure out though. Like the common people, not the, not the you know, we're superior than everyone else. But I mean, like <laughs> a casual person who's you know used to the Facebook kind of thing, they're not gonna want to take the time to learn how to use Google Plus and use it effectively, but. Like you said, for uh, gaming and things like that and, tar- and targeting specific people, it was a great platform. Just poorly utilized. Yeah. People gave up on it. That's for sure. It was like you were reading something
0: intensely with those reading specs. Oh, I was actually looking for something, but I couldn't get them on with the headset. So I just held them to my face. That's That worked as well.
1: That's the new way to do it. You know, just tell them to
0: just drive like that. I actually kind Monday. of forgot we're on cam, and that's where that I was just like, yeah no. oh, let me." And then I got called out for it, so I forgot that you could actually see me doing that. Yeah. I paused my thing though, so my people didn't see on t- uh, on Twi- Twitch.
1: I have to be more aware of that because I also caught
0: you flossing. Flossing? I don't. That had to have been off camera. I don't even know. <laughs> So, moving on. Make a on. ninja proud. Make a ninja proud. <laughs> One day he'll be on here to floss with us, dude. If he
1: came on the podcast just to floss, I would. That's the only time I would floss. I'd be like, okay, if it's gonna get us views,
0: <laughs> yeah, I would as well. But anything else? I got two more moving into the movie topics. But before I transition, anything? Any last minute video game stuff?
1: No, I got nothing. I had, you know, I had no. I didn't. It was okay. a slow it was a slow week for video game stuff. I mean, I didn't even get to even look at I was gonna talk about this, but I'm gonna wait till next week when we talk about what's coming out in April and I haven't even looked yet, so
0: <laughs> Yeah. So our next um let me actually switch on over here to my next thing I got going here. Um I'm sure a lot of people have seen already that Toy Story four is coming yeah. to movie theaters this year and so that i have mixed mixed thoughts on that one let yeah, me tell see, you i thought I, I followed it i watched it since i was a little kid and that and i thought three was a good ending for it and a lot three of people was the agreed. perfect
1: ending three was the perfect because you know andy was like grew up and he's going to college and to get his more knowledge and uh <laughs> yeah but and uh, then then he gave his toys to, to
0: bethany or or tatiana or right so uh, got, whatever um, her name is <laughs> And so, but a lot of people are really hyped. A lot of people are huge into Toy Story, so they're really hyped for it. So it's actually when they launched the trailer, it did really well for itself. I saw that, yeah. Ma'am. And they're showing. If you didn't see, I have the trailer playing here. They're showing Woody going off into a park alone, and um, or he goes off and he starts enjoying himself when he meets up with uh, one of the older people who disappeared for a while. They find himself. It's Bo. Beau. Bo's reappears and. And she looks playground. different,
1: too, by the way. She looks completely different. Like yeah, the old bow was like the... porcelain,
0: and this one is like, you know. They got that, uh, what do they call that, when you um seen a lot of crap in your... <laughs> uh, she's seen some things. <laughs> she's seen some. She's hardened. She's hardened now. It's hardened bow. And one thing I didn't like, let me back up a little bit here in this trailer. Can, can we talk about the spork? Can we please talk about the spork, how that's a toy? Yeah. I mean... Uh, no. <laughs> I get from little, the mind
1: from the mind of a child; it makes sense, but oh my god! This I scene, saw that. And,
0: this scene makes it yeah. up, though. I liked that they brought Slappy in. They got the little ventriloquist doll. If anyone from the '90s grew up with Goosebumps, you know exactly who he is. But kids nowadays, they don't know, and they keep calling him. Oh, I'll, I'll quote this air quotes even a very creepy ventriloquist doll's.
1: That's how I thought it
0: was. You know, I wasn't, it wasn't. <laughs> That's highly <laughs> disrespect to Slappy. Slappy ought to come there and slap the slap out of you.
1: I, I kind of forgot Slappy's name, so I knew it looked familiar, but I couldn't pinpoint
0: where I was. Oh, so I'm embarrassed.
1: So... I'm embarrassed.
0: Oh, boy. You're, you're part of those my, kids who I, don't I know, even know.
1: I know what it's going to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rewatch it and see it, and then the, the book that it went to is going to hit me in the head. I'll be able to like, get the exact number to it. Like, that's, that was number, that was that book Or that was that, you know, episode
0: That was it, 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 I loved that book Loved that episode when it came on now I was back, oof, I was like 8 when I was reading Goosebumps with this dude, one I,
1: I, I miss, I had the Goosebumps books, I had the Goosebumps Playing cards, I had them all Yeah They were ridiculous, and I could read the books in like an afternoon And it was just that Because they were only like 200 pages, so
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's what, and you go to school And they put you down, you have a half hour to read Read through the Goosebump books
1: Oh yeah, that's good stuff.
0: But you know, like I said, like I, I was a little weirded out
1: Bork thing and it's like <laughs> I, I I laughed when, you know, Woody was like, Right now that's uh I keep forgetting the girl's name. Why can't I remember her name? It's not Emily. What the hell's the girl's name? Anyway, he's like, Well that's her most that's her her most cherished toy right now and she's gonna make memories with it's like you're gonna make memories with a spork, really, Woody?
0: <laughs> hey,
1: kids. Kids do weird things. <laughs> Do you ever thing? like, I mean, looking back on your childhood, you, I mean, I know we, in, like, arts and crafts and things, we made little things like that, but I don't necessarily remember having, you know, I never remember adding a spork to my wrestling ring and, you know, playing with my wrestlers and having, like, you know, having cane tombstone a spork.
0: Well, I mean, I used to pick up sticks and pretend I'm a wizard, so.
1: Well, I mean, I guess
0: that, I would say that's different, but. Kind of the same. Still a random toy you pick up and you play with but it's not a spork <laughs> but I have one last bit of uh, movie news before we'll shut it down and jump onto Grand Theft Auto if you're watching us live on this podcast we're transitioning right into Grand Theft Auto 5 online after this but before we do the last bit of news Suicide Squad we saw how bad that did how it tanked and got bad reviews it was a, it was a bad movie I went. If you're, if you're a fan of it I apologize I, I cringed the whole time not good They tried way too hard with Harley Quinn and But this time they're going around James Gunn Which if you watched last week James Gunn is now DC and Marvel They brought him back And after he finishes his uh, Suicide Squad He's going back to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 So he's both he's working both sides of the rivalry now But Will Smith will be replaced with uh, Idis Elba I hope I didn't pronounce that wrong so that's a little because I like Will Smith, but he's not. So I
1: why, why are they. What was the, the reason?
0: No real reason. I guess after how bad it did, Will Smith didn't want to come back. And they also got confirmation <laughs> that Margaret Robbie is probably not returning. And they've pretty much said that they're pretty much relac- replacing the entire cast because. This movie is not going to be a following. It's not going to be Suicide Squad 2. It's erasing mm. the whole first movie. It's a complete reboot. Everything the people never met before. there's the first time they're meeting. Everything is completely rebooted. Whole new storyline. I mean, the how did Suicide
1: Squad perform in the box? I mean, I, I know it's was critically bombed, but did it like, oh, God, it's only got a 40% score on Metacritic. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Jesus.
0: Oh my yep. lord! I told you it did it did bad, and I know it. I don't know the box office, but I don't think it brought in uh, a lot. But it says seven hundred forty-six eight
1: million. Hmm. So I mean, perf- I, it still performed well, but I guess like was that that says U.S.? That seems weird. Like I guess people. Oh no, that that is a different. That was that, that has to be worldwide because it only says three hundred twenty-five. Yeah, that's worldwide. Uh, Google, you give me misinformation. Huh. But, but yeah, worldwide, 700. Uh, U.S., we're looking at 325,000. The foreign, it actually did not do very well in the, uh, as well in the foreign market as I thought it would, so. But anyway, continue because I was just, I'm I'm a numbers and stats guy, so I had to I look that I just got, up.
0: the last thing, I just got the date. It's going to be releasing everywhere on August 6th of this year.
1: Oh, wide. I'm hoping it's. I'm kind of hoping it's even worse. I want to see that
0: twenty-seven go to a seventeen. Well, I don't know. James Gunn, he's got some good. He's made some good stuff. I actually like his work, so I'm thinking he might do just with it.
1: It's you know it's it's something we're gonna have to I don't know I didn't realize the first one tanked as bad as it did so as far yeah. as critically and with the fans I thought I knew a lot of people on Facebook were saying it was trash but I just thought those were the the trolls you know I didn't know no, that was a real they were thing
0: legit. it was pretty cringeworthy I'll say it was forced it was really Ugh. now I want to watch it and laugh have a laugh yeah although but, my luck I'll probably like it I'll be like this is really good oh. Maybe you do like bad stuff.
1: I do. I do. I have a. I have a thing for really bad, low
0: budget crap. So, <laughs> but that's going to wrap up our podcast. If you're watching us live, you can stay tuned. We'll be jumping right into Grand Theft Auto Five online. If you're not.